0: Hello, I'm Clive Anderson. Welcome to My Seven Wonders Live. In the My Seven Wonders podcast, I ask a special guest to select and talk about the seven wonders of his or her world. This episode is one of several we recorded in front of a live audience at the 2022 Edinburgh Festival Fringe. In this recording, my guest is an award winning Irish comedian whose career in comedy got going years ago with early success on stage and television in Australia. So here we are with an enthusiastic Edinburgh Fringe audience discovering the seven wonders of Jim Owen. <laughs>
1: I shook hands like we hadn't met, but we have been talking backstage.
0: Right. Are, you going to, are you going to stand there? Well, to no, it? I could. I mean, yeah. awkward for you. No, I'll sit down. Yeah, no. uh, right. so, so, so as I say, I remember... I- <laughs> I remember you from years ago when you burst on the scene and you were this exotic creature because oh there's this is a comedian with this slightly unusual name Jamon, and uh, but he's from Australia he, he's on telly in Australia and he's coming over to so oh, so what took you to Australia at such a young age? You must have been about 15 when you started doing No, you? I was 22. I went on a year's working holiday. A uh, yeah. year's I was I went to London
1: when I was 18. Yes. I grew up in Northern Ireland as you can tell with my brogue. Yeah. And um I uh, went to London at 18. I was there for 4 years did a building course and then went to Australia and um and then when I was there like I liked uh, I like jokes i didn't I never really uh seen s- live stand up and a girl was doing live stand up and we went along to play pool and then I ended up she put my name down, and that was the introduction to me
0: doing stand up and that's so a sort of slightly irritating thing for you to do is she's trying to do stand up and you 're something away at the pool table that's, yeah It's like no, a, it a form of heckling isn't
1: it It was a really great introduction to it because when yeah. I hear other people's stories. Uh, of how they started. They would watch everything and analyze everything and then think about it and then take two, three years. I'd already done it but before I realized what it was I was doing. And then I I actually uh, watched the rest of the night and really enjoyed the rest of the night and then um, went along the next week and was shocked that the guy that was on the week before told the exact same story (laughs) word for word. And I was like, he said that last week. (laughs) <laughs> oh, and, and then I went, oh this is the night people are doing an act and then that was because I was just really naive to the whole thing yeah and then loved the whole fear element loved the fact that oh I, I'm doing this and it's really quite scary and you're backstage with a group of people yeah. and you met a, you met a whole network of people that I've sti- like to this day that I still know a lot of the comics that yeah. I started out with we ended up having careers but yeah it was very yeah. and any comic that you talk to of my age. They've got a weird way in which they got into it. Like, yeah. Owen and Neil told me it was like read a poem out. You got a pint, and it uh, went to a pub, and then that was an introduction to those
0: people. Yes, and so yeah, we all had some sort of bizarre sure. background yeah. to it. But you've been doing it for you've been coming to the the um, the Edinburgh Festival Fringe since the uh, yeah this, Obst- that
1: was uh, 1988. Yeah, um, that was, uh, yeah. Oh no, that was 80. yeah, Yeah. yeah. Anyway, long time. Yeah. Anyway, so, so you're doing.
0: idiot. you so. a show. Let me just mention. Get you to mention your show now. So you're doing a show this year. Yes. What's yes. it called and it, where's it at? And uh, then we'll get on with the wonders. Yeah, good. Crack, uh, it's called the Crack. The Crack,
1: uh, and it's on 8:40 at the, uh, the, uh, the, 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 the 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 maybe the the Atomic. I don't know. It, it, it's, Have you got a PR
0: person that should be? Yes. Uh, nudging you. Learn the name. Where am I on anybody? Just the tonic, thank you.
1: <laughs> my wife. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> She's now. Uh, so... <laughs> so it's not the crack; it's the tonic. Just the tonic. Yeah. No, yeah. the show's called the crack, oh, and it's at oh just right. just the tonic. There we go. We've got there. Uh, my wife. <laughs> One day. Uh, now, um, so let's get on with your wonders. So, yes. uh, so you got seven wonders. Now, the first one uh, on your list, I don't if you can remember the list you sent it, is uh, Prince. So uh, that's your yeah, wonder. Yeah. Which Prince are we talking about? The uh, the artist formerly yes.
1: known as Prince. Yes, um, that's who I'm talking about. Okay. When I was in London in 1985, I think it was. Um, I don't know if you'd. Uh, or was aware of Prince before that but the first time I became aware of Prince was Purple Rain and he came over and he was in the Brit Awards yeah. and he had a buncher that walked up with him and I just thought, what a punch what an absolute <laughs> yes. idiot and I had no time for him like. and that's probably a really good way to come, uh, to meet an artist is to have, like, it's a good, good way to go and see a show with yeah. really low expectations yes, and th- so that well was, your uh, whole audience uh, can agree uh, with that there. <laughs> <laughs> so that was my introduction to prince as an artist and uh he did that album parade under the cherry moon yeah and i I was in the 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 pit where right in front of it and i just did the biggest 180 that i'd ever done on an artist yeah where he was the first artist i ever like this is not really good for the podcast but do you know that head movement there that one there (laughs) which everyone does now. He yes. was the first. He was and a pioneer. He was pioneer a pioneer, head pioneer yeah. of head movements, yes. of moving his neck. Yeah. And uh, he just did that. And there was a whole line of them. And every night, and they would throw out, uh, it was purple, and he would throw out these tambourines. Yeah. And it was like a religious experience yes. where I was just like, he is the best thing ever. And he was probably about 26. Uh, yeah. And he could bounce up onto the piano, bounce up onto the top. of the He was just, you know, just... Very nimble, do the splits. He
0: could play guitar, and then prolific songwriter.
1: Yeah, and, but also he could play. So we, I realized that he would do the sound check. So I would get there at six o'clock, and I was like, oh. And he would walk around every single instrument, yeah. and play it. And you could shout out to play a song, and he, you know, I, remember, I started to play Raspberry Beret. He was on drums, yeah, and he just do work part <laughs> time. Yeah. and You were like, oh my god! And then he would just yeah. walk on to the next thing. And he was tiny, but. Uh, I just went from, and that's the only time I've ever done that with an artist. I think everybody in their life has got one artist that they're really, really passionate about. And the Prince was an artist for me. And then he did Sign of the Times. And I had a pink and and purple party (laughs) (laughs) and bought 10 tickets. And he canceled the tour.
0: And, um, oh, well,
1: that's the way I hit him, no?
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, anyway, well, he was... Purple uh, Rain, have you ever tried to sing Purple Rain? I, and I haven't, but I, I, don't, I never go to karaoke nights, but I, I, um, I got some dreadful song I had to try and sing at this karaoke. And then a guy called Philip Pope, who's a, who's a brilliant uh, person, he's in the uh, there's Radioactive with the Hebe gee has written, written lots and lots of songs. And he did Purple Rain, and it was the most extraordinarily difficult song to do, which he did brilliantly. To, to me, that is me thinking about Prince. that's annoying, remember.
1: though, when people do a karaoke song well. Oh,
0: I know, but he's a, he's a proper singer. <laughs> oh, and that's Well, I think I was on afterwards doing you hear Stop F- Your Tickling Jock or something. <laughs> something, you know, not quite as, uh, <laughs> as high-powered. Yeah. So since so you had Prince, we haven't had that many... Uh, a couple of people have gone with Stevie Wonder, which uh, perhaps the name has suggested to go with it, who is another very similarly... Talented, uh, yeah. all, all round, you know, extraordinary ability person, but nobody's yeah. done Prince before, and I think it's a, a good.
1: Yeah, you know, Prince is, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, and I, and I, it's hard to convey that level of. It was like it was like a Jesus moment. It was like one of those things yes. where you were just transformed and everything. I read everything about him. I wanted to know everything about him, and yes, and and then I spent the rest of my life going to see him. Uh, every time he was in concert, you know. And it was so sad when he passed away. It was such a... Yes. Another one of those people that fell to those opioids that are big in America. That Yeah, he was... So it sort of starts off as painkillers
0: and then... Yeah, yeah. well, he had
1: an injury and he was a religious, evangelical person who didn't believe in surgery. So, uh, uh, you know, and he was quite a real simple man and he was like... Uh, he just had this pain, and he just got addicted. You know, they—they they, so many people in America get sold yeah. the lie that this thing wasn't addictive, yeah, and it, yeah. it was
0: highly addictive. I think he was a sort of Jehovah's Witness. That's for a bit, right. Yeah, so he would go around the door. No, not people. I doors. mean, that's, that's a good calling <laughs> card. There I mean, there I mean, may be lots of Jehovah's Witnesses in tonight. I don't know, but mostly, oh, do, oh no, I don't, I don't want that. Or I'll take a leaflet. Yeah. But if there's Prince there, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. go away. <gasps> <laughs> yeah. Could you? Could you? Uh, Talk to me again perhaps you could sing it this time yeah, and uh, yeah. I've got a piano here you can play it, play it well and the drums apparently you can do it he that. didn't really it was yeah. kind of weird it was like this really highly sexual thing
1: that at the same time you know quite a strong Christian he did one song the cross. But other than yeah. that, it wasn't really. Yeah. You wouldn't
0: know about him that that was what he was. Well, there's quite a lot of those uh, sort of singers and performers in America have that sort of conflict between, like Little Richard, who was a very sexu- sexual yes. performer, but also at different times that's very religious. So he, yeah, Kanye he, 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 West, he, he's, yes. he's yeah. same thing. He I mean he's God, though, isn't he? In so he that's, is God, that's, that's right. easier to be in his own mind. Yeah, that's that all good. right. So it's that's a different level. Yeah. So now it's a nice, if I may say, sensible, you know, uh, wonder, you know. Putting on a pedestal, a very fine performer. Uh, your next wonder is a bit different, and it's the Irish away from home. <laughs> yeah. Is it really? Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, does that imply you don't think uh, Irish people are wonderful when they're at home? Uh, or, no. Or, but this it's is there any When you're away somewhere, you, you enjoy the company of uh, fellow Irishmen. I'll just explain something to you there's two lists. Clive's got the wrong one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is a suggested thing for me. Uh. I didn't go with it. But yeah, we can go with that as one of my wonders to oh. the world.
0: <laughs> yeah. I didn't suggest this. No, I didn't. you yeah, right, no, right, right, right. No.
1: What was it again? <laughs> the...
0: Uh, <laughs> the, the I had to discuss this the other evening about one of these, uh, these shows because, because I, I know it's yeah. getting quite funny at this moment. Yeah. <laughs> I've got to think I've got to, yeah. I've got to be
1: wondrous about something. Yeah. I'm not quite wondrous yeah. about
0: <laughs> <laughs> I once did an interview, and I, as I'm happy to mention again. again, once did an interview with Bobby Womack, who's a American uh, rock star and writer. And apart from the else, uh, he wrote, uh, it's all over now, which became a big hit uh, for the Rolling Stones. But he, uh, uh, he also married Sam Cooke's widow, and in the course of that, he annoyed a lot of people, and there were huge attacks on him and violence and shooting, and it's all in the first couple of chapters in his autobiography. He right. came on my radio, well, I say my radio program, Loose Ends on Radio 4, and he was there, and he was quite towards the end of his life, and, he, and I said, oh, Well, what's this extraordinary thing happened, and you were, got into the car and said, no, that didn't happen. It's in your autobiography. Yeah, no, but I sacked four ghostwriters, and these stories aren't true. Well, there's well-documented events anyway. There are people prosecute. No, 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 I've never done an interview. I'll be sacking one tonight. Yes. (laughs) Um, My wife.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Go start the car. I could talk about that if I wanted to. Like, I have been fully aware of, like, as an Irish person going to Australia mm. and, uh, you know, and being in London. And when I started doing stand up, like, you would be asked, uh, you know, because I had a career there. I have a, I have a good career there. And when it started off, it was the biggest cliche that you've ever, like, could we get you dancing in front of a leprechaun? <laughs> With holding potatoes. Yeah. And, uh, and I go, I'd go, i rather not, to be honest. Yeah. Um, so I, I just totally avoided uh, uh, doing anything that was to do with being Irish when I was in Australia. Yeah. And, uh, you know, as well as that, I've got the strong Northern Ireland accent, which they don't recognise in Australia as being sinister. Uh, <laughs> they, they just hear doody doody doody. They think it's all... Yeah.
0: Well it's a it's a different accent from the a southern yeah, Irish accent. Yeah. Right? So, in
1: Australia they've all got the exact same accent. Yeah. yeah the, everywhere you go, like it's just one. any Australians in, just out of curiosity?
0: Yeah, none. none. You're good. the big star in Australia. Yeah. Do, actually, do, do you do you know I should have known this myself. Do you know who the guest is going to be? <laughs> No, see, I've... Uh, anyway, so so it's you, and you've got your wonder, the Irish away from home, but you're you're backing away from it for some reason. Well, I thought it was... I had suggestions on what it was, and then
1: I think you've got the second list, so I'm sorry about this. Well, you can do a different list, I suppose. You know, you know this is what I thought it was. Anyway, this is what I thought it was. <laughs> this is... This
0: is anarchy. I thought it was Australia. So Australia was the second thing I was going to talk about, but that's all right. Is that on your list? Uh, I've got something which mentions Australia later on the list, so I don't... To... I got camping. Hey, look, this is this is a suggestion. <laughs> I and
1: away from home, and no, 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 that's the wrong list. Don't be reading that list. Read that list.
0: Which which, which list am I supposed the to? Be? The one on the bottom. Read that one there. Okay, okay. Some of these look fairly similar. Well, So, so why don't we go with your list? Oh, yeah, go... yeah. Because if you went with fishing. <laughs>
1: This is like, this is often the problem. We know when someone sends an email and then you reply and then you can't find the original one and (laughs) Clive's getting on.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm not getting on very well though, (laughs) am I? (laughs) That's the list there. Don't show me the list, just tell me what the next one on your list All is. Right. I'll, I'll bust I'll it. I'll do so, this. Yeah, no, yeah. So, <laughs> so, Australia, you've put Aus- Australia. Australia, yes. It's a wonder of the world, Australia. Yes, yeah. Australia is a wonder of the
1: world. Yes. I, I love it. I just find I find it such an amazing country that was so different from where I had grown up. Yes. Like, in every way. It hotter. was hotter. It was hotter oh, yeah. and. Yeah. Uh, it just had uh, a different kind of class structure. You could feel it. You could reinvent yourself. That's probably why I probably would never have done stand-up if I hadn't yeah. tried to do it here. Because of that, you know, back in 1988, the Northern Ireland actors, we weren't as fashionable as we are now. <laughs> uh, Everyone wants to be Northern yeah, Irish now. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Toast the toast of the town. But, you know, back then, uh, yeah. it, was, it was a different thing. And if you had gone on stage in the U.K., it just, I just didn't feel that doing jokes would have really worked that well. Yeah. So to go to Australia and them not to really know who, yeah. Uh, uh, hear the Northern Ireland accent. Uh, and then, uh, you know, I I've, I've, I've got a career and I was touring Australia. I was, you yeah. know, I've been around Australia maybe 20 times, just up to the very top, right, of, uh, you know, the Gulf of Carpentaria around it. Yeah. Seeing crocodiles and, you know, all those yes. things that you just think of Australia. Uh, and then also... The, the the Aboriginal culture there, I just find that very, very interesting mm. uh, and the way in which they approach land uh, and the ownership of land. They yeah. believe that so they have this thing called welcome to country, which they start doing now. Like if you go to anywhere, they'll they'll do a welcome to country. And when I first arrived there, I thought it was people taking the piss. I thought mm-hmm. it was white people taking the piss. I didn't understand what it was. It just sounded like, oh, we'd like to acknowledge the owners of this land. Um, you know, like, I was always saying, like, it'd be good if you could do that if you're renting a flat, <laughs> as opposed to paying any rent. Just yes. And... Yeah. I'd like to acknowledge the owner of this flat. We're, um, we're, we're taking it anyway. Yeah, I'm and... not going to pay any rent. <laughs> uh, but what it is, mm. is, is it's it's not that. It's acknowledging that the land is the thing that we're on. And there is no church. the 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 land is the church. Yeah. The land is this religious thing, and you're respectful on it and uh, you know nobody owns the land you just, yeah. ev- it's there but if you're if you're in that area you're respectful and you you know that's it was such a beautiful thing and so different to yeah. the culture that I had come from which was all we were continually going through these fights yeah. about who
0: owned what and, and there was no there's never been any question of people nicking land off each other in Northern Ireland no, no, so no, no. That's, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's I think thing. I think the British empire is coming badly out of uh, uh, all modern day discussion at the moment yeah, yeah. not the flavour of the month no. like like that <laughs> <laughs> yeah so no and then like so, having a career
1: and I don't know there's so many things to me that it was just continent that and like um I've got this pearl on my neck. I was at a pearl farm on the west coast of Australia. I went, flew, did a show in Perth, and then I flew to Broome, which is on the far northwest. And you feel like you're in the most remote place mm. in the world. It's the only place, that, it's the only island, the only part of the world that's left that's just not really got anybody there. And it's so vast. And, and, you, and it feels like a wonder. Uh, it feels wondrous in that sense that you go, all right, this is, this is the last place on earth yeah. that has this sort of like untouchedness to it.
0: Right, so but just to go back a little bit to your career, yes. you went to Australia, you say you're touring, but didn't you have sort of TV programs as well you were doing? Yeah, uh, yeah. Before yeah. you were back here doing yeah. know, comedy over here? Well, yeah, I kind of. Um, it's just one of those things. Like, like
1: so weird career starts. Like, um, when I went there, there was a show. And I was on it, and then the the channel didn't want me to be on it because they thought my accent was too strong. Mm. So they said, "We don't want you on it. We don't want you, you know, even on the show in on our channel." So I left, came back here, and in that period, there was a show that had all these comics in it, and it died so badly that none of the comics they could use them again. So mm. they phoned me up and said, "Do you want to come back and do your own show?" <laughs> and I had my own show. It was on. Like uh, seven PM on a Sunday, and it would win its rating spot up against sixty minutes. So yeah. you became overnight became like a twenty four really famous, uh, and it was like wow, wow, you know this is just such a bizarre thing. I was one minute I was on a year's working holiday, and next minute I've got <laughs> my own show. So it was yeah. just such a great ride, and you yeah, know and it was a great fantastic. way to, to spend your youth yeah. traveling around this island. That you know, and I didn't really come. I came. I've I've come to Edinburgh because. I live in Australia, and I, w- I wanted to look like I'd, I had some sort of presence here. And it was also a really good way of catching up with my family. Like, So my mum and dad yeah. have been to maybe 10, you know, when they were alive, with 10 different Edinburgh's yes. more. Do they
0: enjoy your shows? Are they, were they fans? Or did they come uh, along and say, why don't you get back to that sensible work you went out to Australia? To yeah, do? yeah, yeah. No. My <laughs> mum used
1: to always say that, don't forget you've always got your tools. Hmm. Um, <laughs> but I had sold them. <laughs> so you know, uh, they, they came quite a lot. They came. I've got my family here tonight. Actually, I've got my sisters and my brother, and uh, you know. So it's always a really good way because you're in one place for a month. Yeah. And the, the rest touring life's not like that. Um, when you're on 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 the road, like you you just one town mm. different. You drive. You're in different places mm. every night. So yeah.
0: So touring Australia, there's are big distances. If oh you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Vast yeah. country to travel.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I can do a four-hour drive, and uh, but you know, people do that sort of thing quite a bit. You yeah. know, you do shows. I did a show in Adelaide, and this guy came up and he goes, "We we drive six hours to see you tonight," <laughs> and uh, six hours they drove six hours to come yeah. to the show. So that's sort of catchment areas you're dealing with. And did he like the
0: show? when no, he I got didn't. I it was <laughs> horrible. <laughs> I'm driving back another six hours, and it was absolute <laughs> rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> All right so that's uh, that's Australia has uh, yeah. been your second uh, wonder <laughs> what what I wonder is your third wonder <laughs>
1: <laughs> This uh, is good.
0: this is a good bit of the program I kind of like yours yeah, This yours is fishing, it's the modern world jumping Jesus it wasn't even well one of your
1: wonders is a question mark
0: no, it's not. None of them are my ones. All oh, right,
1: okay. Okay, what are the one of the ones I know. Sorry, on yeah. the list. Yeah, yeah. This what is, is it? It's going so well. Uh, podcasts in general, just the whole concept. Podcasts? Uh, yeah, I like... did not know that was on the <laughs>
0: list. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's a wondrous list, isn't yes. it? That's purely... So, what is wonderful about podcasts other than it gives, <laughs> gives those. My those list who... is what's really wondrous. No one yes. knows what's on yeah. it. Um, podcasts
1: are I just like i, I kind of like the whole concept of like normally you've got to ask someone's permission exactly. to do something yes and uh, and then with that it became you know limited to certain subject matters yeah. and certain agendas and then the podcast thing uh, uh happened and there's so many people and then you're just hearing so many different stories. I don't listen to a lot of comedy ones, to be honest. No. But I do like it when, when, they, when they reach into a subject matter and you go, "I'm right, you know. Yeah. I, and I often listen to them just to fall asleep, too. Like, that's... Yes. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, but we've probably
0: lost a lot of people already. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they, might,
0: they might be grateful. They might be grateful. Not here, not in <laughs> the, the audience, yeah, but yeah. If, if they're listening on a podcast... No, I'm talking to the audience, yeah. too. We've yeah. probably lost yeah. a lot of them. <laughs> so, uh, well, you're, you're quite right. I agree, I agree that as an idea, because if you... Uh, I, I operate mostly in the world of Radio Four at the moment, and uh, I have lots of ideas that would fit in with Radio Four. But so does everybody else. So you have to go yeah. to a meeting. But you were saying this was an idea you had for a show. It, well, it was. I was, if, if you, if you're interested, <laughs> I was sitting. I was sitting in a Grand Central Station in New York. And I thought this is—I don't know if I've ever been there. It's a fan, New York and the station. It's fantastic. Yeah, totally. It's a beautiful station, and it largely deals with sort of quite, you know, suburban-y kind of trains really, now, but because <laughs> trains aren't that big in in uh, America anymore. But it's a fantastic station. I thought this is a wonder of the world, and I was on—I was working there. I'd been paid to be there. I was sitting in a restaurant. It was fantastic. Is so that so, Michael Jordan restaurant? Uh, oh, was, was it? No, no it was. Uh, it was. This is a while ago. I did not I not know. I was it one on the upper level? It was. Level? Um, you know. A, uh, oyster bar kind of thing. Yeah, right, yeah. yeah. An upper level, yes, you're looking down. Yeah, you sort of shape, marbly yeah. stuff. It's all Beaux-Arts decor. Anyway, I thought this is wonderful. And I started composing a list in my mind of Wonders of the World. But there wasn't a very good list, because now I've started doing it. it's Sort of personal things are much yeah. better than, but you can have, you know, you can be have one or two buildings, or let's say something like Australia, you could have in as a, yeah. as a, as a But word there's word.
1: a trial and error period of a podcast mm. that you, and we're very much in the trial part. Yeah. Uh,
0: no, <laughs> but. I would say we're very much in the yeah. error part of the moment. <laughs>
1: but with, you know, you have an idea and you don't really know where it's going, or yeah. you,
0: and it takes you a
1: while to find your feet. And I've just loved watching. Uh, other people that, that that have just done well, like I listened to this guy Blind Boy, who's a, a podcaster, All right. and he just has got a great intellect, mm. and he speaks in a, in, 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 in a language that I can understand, very simple language. He's not highfalutin; he doesn't mm. try to make you feel that he's very bright, but yeah. he's just kind of really interesting to listen to, uh, and subject matters that. that People touch on, and then you see mm. other comics that you know they would never have got a career if they had gone down the path of waiting for a TV executive or someone yes. to give them the thumbs up. Yeah. Uh, and and then, th- a, a and then they've found a voice, and then they find an audience, and and it's unleashed mm. this whole wave of, of of new talent that is just breaking free of you know so waiting for someone to give you you know it's so very frustrating
0: that someone just mm. getting the the of because you're not the right type of person. And so various podcasts you listen to the beaks, that sort of thing, not just comedy ones. So there's lots of history ones and one. politics yeah, ones yeah. and science things, all, all sorts. You can uh, yeah, uh, yeah,
1: and you can touch you know and get a, a catch up on subject matters yeah. that you, you do not really know a lot about. Yeah. But um, I just yeah. feel that it's, but I do enjoy I do enjoy the fact that you know people people in comedy have found these voices and it's got big audiences and it's on unleashed on careers that would never have been. You know, got,
0: got a chance otherwise. And it's not just podcasts that people make little films and put them on, uh, you know, um, I don't know, Twitter, but, I, you know, and Instagram, all those, those kind of things. But yeah. But,
1: uh, yeah, I, I suppose within the podcast, I, I said hmm. podca- but it does it, yeah. it, 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 it capture all of those things that. Hmm. That you just don't have to wait for someone to say
0: yes anymore. You can just go just ahead do yourself, and yeah. just go ahead and do it. Unfortunately, nobody pays you as. You yeah, but you uh, Barry Cry had a good gag about. it. He said he thought uh, uh, podcasts are wonderful. That's most extraordinary thing because he didn't think there was anything that paid less than radio. <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> the- but there it is. So, so podcast, I think this is a bit self referential if we're on a podcast saying yes. podcasts are wonderful. So, I allow you to have, well, I, I don't allow you any of your wonders or your wonders, what yeah. you fix on them. Um, so, I think that's three we've done now. I may lose count without having the ones in front of me. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, no, you're, you're, um, this, this bit with. Uh, you're eventually going to say an iPhone is the wonder of the world because you can't... Uh, yeah, well, if, a... You have to rec- get your face every time it yeah. you put it down. I'm trying to get my face to recognise
1: yeah. me. Um, well, you're not, you're not two-faced, are you? So no, that, no. Yeah. But I have an eyebrows-up face that the, only the phone recognises. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> LAUGHTER See, I have to do that state of shock. Open
0: up for God's sake. Roger Moore used to have that (laughs) (laughs) trouble.
1: Jokes. 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 That's my wonder. Uh, Yes. Jokes. Uh, Because in a lot of ways, it was uh, my introduction to comedy. When I did my first gig, Mm. I was totally naive what stand-up was. And a girl brought me in, and I thought, this is about just being in good form. I'll tell you a couple of jokes. And I know a lot of jokes. So... uh, I started telling a joke and people started laughing at the fact that I was telling a joke mm. at a comedy club and I assumed that they had heard the joke and I was like oh you know that one oh okay <laughs> alright alright forget that and I start another yeah. joke and then they thought that was funny and I oh, know you know that one too and then it became a bit like people thought oh, I'm actually doing a whole bit about not actually telling a joke yeah. and I was genuinely like going yeah. oh, no you no know, you don't tell me you know that one does anyone I was going does anybody not know this one and everyone's laughing like I, go, I genuinely thought they knew it yeah. and, uh, and then I uh, it's good to hear people coughing again isn't it? yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah simple things you <laughs> yeah, missed I, didn't there uh, uh... <laughs> well Welcome to our super spreader event. It's, uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> but yeah, um, I was uh, so I just love jokes. But I did. But when I met stand-ups and they wouldn't know jokes or, or yeah. they they would you know they didn't really like the concept of telling jokes, and I really like there's certain jokes that I thought were, you know, like I made a film. I went to Cannes, and then uh, people would say to me, "Oh, like I would say, what your film? What's your film about?" And they would go to this. And I go, "Well, I, I've, I've got a joke." that, you know, it's a lot shorter than that and it's a lot more complicated than that, than, you know, like a whole film would be, you know, wouldn't touch on what a joke. Some jokes just, you go, oh, oh. Mm-hmm. And then from that, um, during the pandemic, I, did, I was in the most locked down city in the world, which was Melbourne, mm. and uh, we had a curfew and, uh, you know, you couldn't couldn't leave the house. Uh, so once a day I'd tell a joke and uh, and it, I posted it online at a certain time and they were watched like you know it was like a couple of million hits on every every one of them mm. and uh and it, it furthered my career eventually
0: well, um i had
1: a really good pandemic
0: <laughs> <laughs> what's what's what do you what are you thinking of Wait, what, give us an example of a joke that you i um yeah. well i did a list so <laughs> no i did a list in as far as
1: this is what they were like yeah so I did a joke. You've a done day. a lot of
0: preparation for yeah, this podcast. More than new, just you, know, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't get anything sent to me on it.
1: <laughs> so I, I I just did a joke a day, and I've got yeah. the days numbered. So you can anybody can shout a number one and ten, and I'll tell that joke for you. Eight. Oh. Yeah. Eight, eight, eight. Oh, I. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. A guy breaks out of a hospital, uh, runs down the street with a white apron on. You know, yeah. ass crack showing, drip running of yeah. his arm. Nurse, doctor, come back here. And he's down a street, down another side street, slips down a side in, into a pub, yeah. shakes him. He's up to the barman and he goes, double whiskey straight. And uh, he knocks it back in one go and he says to the barman and he goes, oh, I shouldn't be having that with what I've got. And the barman says, what's that? And he goes, 50p.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Well done, the so, guy and said say, say, eight. Yeah, number nine. Yeah. No. Yeah. Number ten.
1: Um, <laughs> no.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, anyway, they've got to be short. guy, sister's... Number ten. Guy sister's... I could lose everyone right here. Uh, guy, sister's friend, what kind of ringtone have you got? And he goes, I haven't looked, but I think it's a brownie pink.
0: LAUGHTER
1: <laughs> So short ones, that's, yeah. that's the one. Any, anyone that was less yeah. than 30 seconds, people really clicked yeah. on. And there were certain jokes you could try. And, like, and people just looked like it was a highlight of the day, especially during lockdown. Mm. But uh, yeah, um, drunk guy, there's number five if yes. you're interested. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> drunk guy goes into the library and he goes, fish and chips, please. Mm. Librarian goes, this is the library. He goes, sorry. Can I
0: have some? <laughs> 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 this is giving me a, a flashback. Yeah. Uh, uh, can, uh, I remember if, that day. Yeah. yeah no. If, if you, can I mention Frank Carson? You know Frank Carson? Oh from your yeah, father? yeah. I, I once did a. This is not really a... Podcast for my stories but but uh i was asked to do a uh like a charity big charity dinner with lots of things going on, and they said because frank carson normally does the joke he's been doing it for years uh, uh-huh. he's not well he's had a heart attack or something so he you know he can't do it could you replace him and i thought mm, i'm not sure i'm the ex- most obvious replacement for frank carson but but fair enough so i went and then we got close to it they said well um we think frank is actually uh, well enough to come. He can't do he can't do his you know thing. But he'll he'll come and he'll be sitting at your table. Say, oh okay because I'd interviewed him before. So as you know, Frank, if you even remember Frank Carson, he just does nothing but tell yeah, yeah, jokes. Yeah. You. I don't know how he come ever hears, out, he, But he never he never he never hears I I don't know how he can hear a joke, because no he never does anything except So uh then he came and then uh, then when we got towards my slots, somebody said, Well Frank said he he would just go up and do a little bit before <laughs> you <laughs> So, so Frank Carson's going to do some stuff, and then I've got to go up. I said yeah okay. Uh, so up he went, and he was getting requests for jokes. You know how a singer might. Be, so of, he said, do a couple. Of years, do that joke you did last year about the, the 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 Irishman joining the army." And and he did request jokes for, for about <laughs> thirty five minutes into my ten minute slot. And then I go, oh you know, Clive, and I was you know it was all right. I I survived, but it was yeah, a, yeah. it was a, a hideous was like moment. A- there's a joke about that,
1: which is, that was one of the jokes. Oh, right. It's on the thing. It's literally about, yeah. not Frank Carson, but a guy in prison, and on his first night, he hears them shouting out numbers, oh, yeah. 56. Yeah. And they go? go, we got sick of telling jokes, hmm. uh, so we just numbered them. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> and, and then they're shouting out numbers and laughing and someone else, yeah. and he, he he joins in, number four, and they ha! Have... <laughs> 222, and they all start really laughing. And he goes, what's 222? And he goes, that's a cracker. They hadn't heard that one before.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was on... Uh, I uh, thought it was he, he, the, the guy joins in and shouts out a number, and he gets nothing. said, well, yeah. I don't says, well, It's the way you tell him.
1: <laughs> the other variation of it. Yeah. But yeah. I think... Uh, with alternative comedy there was a little bit of a highbrow thing uh, like they were associated with a generation of comics yeah. that probably weren't as hit, but there's such a great little format yeah. thing and they're so punchy and so you know like yeah. to the point I think you still need to have jokes oh no, totally yeah. yeah and uh, yeah and like and, and it was interesting like I can't remember jokes but if someone tells me a joke. Halfway, like, I'll turn into Frank Carson. Mm. I'm doing it. You know, it reminds you of a joke and then you're off. But when I had to sit down Mm. and actually go around every day, try and think of a joke, and I got to like 100 and something that were all tellable. And then they moved into the really good jokes
0: that you can't tell. Yeah. <laughs> but were these jokes you were making up or you were remembering? Or no, no, people who told jokes. you these, these, are, are these ju- have a sort of yeah. ring to them, these jokes? No, yeah. these yes, are jokes. Yes, yes. I don't know Anyone. who thinks these jokes are. Yeah. Not-
1: I have never cuz I have tried to write one of these jokes and they're awful. Like I've never even come close to the complexity and uh, you know, and uh, they are so word perfect yeah. and you go that is such a good and no one seems to know who wrote them who, yeah. where, where are they coming from and they're just they're just out there they're free for all of us just to to use and it's really like they're really nice things to uh, to remember yeah. and like my father would tell me jokes and they would like involve horses and carts Yes. And you'd go, oh, that's a different generation. Like, yeah. the guy goes up the house and the course. Yes. And you go, oh, yeah, that was. You heard that as a kid. So that yeah.
0: It's your
1: fifth wonder? Well, well, the fifth wonder I'll have to find with my, f- <laughs> with my face again. I'm doing my eyebrows up just so my phone recognises me. Um, see, I've done it too. I've lost it in the, e- in the line of emails. It's in here somewhere. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, no. Yeah, question mark was what you had. Um,
0: <laughs> I had a complete list of seven uh, topics.
1: What did you have? What do you have?
0: Oh, God, I've thrown it on the floor now. It doesn't matter. Uh, I've, okay, I've, now, I've, I'll tell you. I can tell you what the next one is. I've got fishing. You haven't got. Well, no, that's you, you, not on my list. You, yeah.
1: <laughs> as much as I enjoy fishing, probably falls under the umbrella of Australia. I don't really like. I don't really like killing fish. I like driving the boat and seeing, right. and seeing Australia. And uh, but I didn't like killing the fish. I've got. How, did, I've the, got how, did,
0: how did fishing get on your list of wonders then? Uh, if if you don't like fishing
1: the girl who was telling me about the show suggested topics to me that you've obviously got.
0: <laughs> but how did... was just my wife. The, I don't know who the... I don't know who the girl is you're talking about. No, no, Why this, does she think fishing out of the blue and you... Well, go, I, all right, then. I, well, I would have talked about that
1: under Australia. I would have, but, you know, yeah, okay. these things happen. I all didn't right. really touch on it. <laughs> have you um, found your list now? I have found, I've always got... I've always had my list. Um, LAUGHTER <laughs> space uh, is uh, space. Yeah, yeah. As in, as in, um, I don't know why it's on the list. No, uh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: space as in Brian Cox or oh, yes. wonderful universe yes. stretching. Yes, yeah. yes.
1: I, 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 I found that something that uh, you know was one of those things that really makes you just go, wow, the vastness of it all, and you know how insignificant and small this planet is and uh, and I watched I think it was a BBC series on Steve Hawkins a brief history of time mm. which I've never really seen again but that was the first time that I had seen something that really explained to me what it was that was out there that you know from from what Hubble discovered and the fact that well, there wasn't just a one Milky Way but this was a vast thing yes and, uh, and you know it just it was and what, what I was in Broome, there was a, uh, a show where a guy takes you out of town so you're in the dark yeah. and you watch the sun set. And, uh, you know, he, uh, I think he did the show, the BBC show as well. But it's, um, he basically has a, a lot of telescopes and you get adjusted to the, the, the darkness. And he talks you through the different stars. He has two lasers and he points them out. And then you look through a telescope and, you know, saw Jupiter for the first time. Mm. You know, I thought someone had done it. I thought someone had just drawn it on a card, like a little highlighter. Uh, I couldn't believe I was actually looking at, at mm. this thing. And, uh, you know, uh, I, I put it on the list because that's the feeling it had for me. It was wondrous. It was like, oh, yeah. wow. Uh, and then, the, you know, the James Webb uh, telescope that's gone got up recently yeah. Uh, And the fact that you can now... People can just take photographs of galaxies and stars. uh, And I brought a telescope, and the guy pointed out, uh, you know, Orion's belt, and then on the third bit of the belt, the one in the middle isn't actually a star. It's uh, uh, a supernova. It's the remnants of a supernova. And you've got to track with it because the planet's moving. So when you get on it, you've got to get these two little things and look at it. But you can see, like... Like those shows, it's just an explosion, an actual explosion that's frozen there. And you're looking at it with your eyes going, oh, wow, I can't believe that this is, you know, mm. this is you know, sometimes yeah. when you have uh, worries and problems and, and you just look up at it and really contemplate of, of, of your place in it. It really just, you know, it helps things.
0: But because it makes you feel your concerns to be so small compared to. Yeah, C- compared to that's just Jupiter I bumped into it. But <laughs> yeah. uh, um, uh, compared to the vastness of everything, but yeah. does that mean you say, oh well, then my worries don't matter to me because our worries are what we have to focus on. We're a, we're our little atom in the whole thing. We've got to do our bit. Yeah, no, it doesn't help me at all. No, move away from my worries. Okay, you know, but yeah. I
1: try and find things yeah. to look at that help me move from my troubles. But yeah. it, it's it, you know, it it it's just I'm I'm trying to look at these things like. Mm. Uh, is it What was the guy, Carl... Oh, I know. Sager, what?
0: Sager
1: yeah. Sager, Carl Sager, and the the Voyager missions, uh, yeah. which had to be launched at a certain moment. Some guy, his PhD was uh, to figure out the three-body movement. How do you break gravity? How do you get away from the sun? And mm. he figured out that you could get slingshot from the planets, and then some other guy went well, let's see when they line up. And they line up in seven years, and then after that, another 150 years. Mm. He mentioned it to NASA, and NASA went, right, let's drop everything, and we'll do this. And they sent this probe. And the last thing before the the, the probe left, uh, the, the sphere of the, the galaxy or the, mm. uh, of our sun, the last thing it did, the last contact, was turn around and take a photograph of our, uh, of ourselves. And yeah. You know, and just the concept somebody saying that to you, uh, that's a scientist as well. Mm. And it's like an a, a religious kind of look at at life, but from a scientific point of view, yeah. where you contemplate everything, not some preachy guy telling you some guy said something, you know, some sky wizard said mm. something, just this real person going right this is what we did and we're looking at where we came from back, so it's, it's
0: like the so, biggest yeah. biggest ever selfie is a, it was yeah, yeah, it? So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah i i when this crops up and i am i am sort of find, i do find it wondrous in a way but i tend to side with uh, peter cook who had a great cartoony once did it. it's two people looking up so oh you see uh, see all these distant planets and stars and supernovas and now uh, it makes it makes you think how irrelevant they are! Because <laughs> <laughs> there was there was a time when we thought we were going to go to for, you know foreign planets and things. Yeah, and we got as far as the moon. And there wasn't very much there. It doesn't look as though we can. It's going to be quite hard to even get to Mars, and there's not going to be much there either. And all these distant things. They may have lots of creatures in it, but they're never going to be close enough for, to be any contact. Yeah, it, it makes us feel, to me anyway, makes us feel even more lonely in space because there's no prospect uh, on current information of ever making contact with any but other life. Maybe it's for the life. best.
1: I mean, well, maybe, maybe. but were, We don't uh, get on yeah. with each other, never mind a yeah, bunch yeah. of people. <laughs> <laughs> that was probably the thing that we unite. us oh, shit, they're out to get us
0: now. Invading so. aliens.
1: Yeah. Yeah, might,
0: uh, but,
1: yeah. And apparently there's more stars in the seeable universe than there are uh, grains of sand and all the beaches.
0: I yeah. figured that one out. Yeah, so it's, it's a lot of counting of isn't beach sand, isn't it? That, that, one, two, oh, <laughs> the wind's blown don't, go back. Yeah, so, I, I wipe galaxy out of the crutches of my underpants yeah. when I've gone to the pool. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've done. I do, we've done space. Uh, two, three, four, five, five. I don't know how many we've done. Have we done five or six? Anyone keeping count? Five. Oh, oh yeah, people want their money back. They want their money, but they don't get te- no, was, seven wonders. So six wonders now. No, no,
1: oh, yeah. Yeah. I missed three. Okay, all minus three is uh, dancing. Dancing? Yeah. All oh, right. Dancing. Any
0: particular sort of dancing or all dancing? or
1: D- Dancing in general, yeah. yeah. Just a feeling that I get from dancing. Um, yeah. Uh, actually, here, there's just not a lot of dancing at the Edinburgh Fringe. That's, uh, you know, when I go for a night out, it's yeah. just a lot of people talking, and you can go to see a show at, at some stage in the night. For me to go home and say to myself, that was a good night, I've had to get up and dance. Right. To, there's something, you just, you know, and it's primal, it's like a mm. release. Yeah. And, uh, and I, you know, and I did it as a, We did Irish dancing at school when we were at school, yeah. and uh, and my kids do dancing now. And and I just uh, and my parents, you know, like, you know, they would they would be jiving. They were always jiving. Yes. Uh, auntie and uncle. You know, everyone had an auntie and uncle that were really good at jiving, <laughs> uh, and then trophies <laughs> for it. And uh, yeah, so it was one of those things. And then as as has gone on, like I I've just seen different styles and gone to different countries, and you mm. see a national dance and yeah. and 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 the, and the freedom that comes with it. And you know m- more than. Uh, more than flag-waving or the mentality that comes along with the sport yes, or, you know, uh, you know, just all of those things that I don't really like about n- nationalities, yeah. I do enjoy the dancing. If you see a certain culture's uh, yeah. dance, I go, oh, wow, that's just... Well, Irish dance became
0: quite fashionable for, for a yeah. while, well, didn't it? Yeah. Uh, what was that guy who did uh, Michael Flatley. Michael Flatley. I mean, yeah, he, he yeah. sort of put it on the map, but... Um, what what is the basis of that style? Because not using your arms. What's the is there, some, is there some sort of religious reason why you mustn't move your arms around? In someone Ireland? said
1: that they didn't, they didn't let the English know that they were enjoying themselves, <laughs> so if they came into the room, they looked like they were just had <laughs> their arms down by their sides, but they were really unlikely. Bad. I don't know if yeah. that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Flatley, he started putting his arms up. We were watching. Go, you can't do oh, that. Oh no! That's unheard of. Gosh. Uh, but yeah, yeah we used to do uh, we used yeah. to do Irish dance. We used to do Irish dancing. I I grew up in a, a town in Northern Ireland. Uh, we didn't have a uh, we did it in the orange hall. We did the Irish dancing in an orange hall. Um, yeah. we didn't have a Irish dancing hall. We did, but they burned it down. Um, <laughs> so we ended up doing Irish dancing in the orange hall. And we had no idea that there was two different cultures like yeah. we would see all these banners and big drums and yeah. I thought you know, oh, that's we, for the they they here to I play thought, music yeah. for us, to, yeah. To do. We were, like we yeah. were into
0: marching and doing Irish dancing at the same time. Yeah. we didn't know if we were coming or going. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, this really relates to the scientific method rather than dancing itself. But uh, on a TV program, there was a, a guy who had researched an Oxford professor, who said, "What is the thing that produces happiness? Uh, the things, that, and he got a." proper computer program, what's the thing to make you most happy? And he put in, well, you know, a certain amount of uh, contact, a certain amount of intellectual challenge, physical activity, good companionship, fed it all into the computer. And it came out as the thing to give you most happiness based on all the data that he put in was Scottish country dancing. Right. And, and, and it's, this is genuine. Then you say, well, OK, Professor, what's your hobby? Oh, oh it's Scottish country <laughs> dancing. <laughs> and he hadn't quite worked out that all the computer doing was just, just taking his information and, and, and giving the answer back to him. So uh, I always think of that when people say, oh, we put it all into a computer and this is what came up. Uh, yeah, but what did you put But it does in? actually yeah. give
1: it for me. because yeah. like, I sometimes don't want to dance. Like, everyone have ever had that thing where you're up, and you're like, no, your heart's not in it, and you're like, God, what's wrong yeah. with me? And yeah. you're not even in time. You can't even feel the groove, and you're talking to yourself, yeah. get with it, come yeah. on. And then if you just force yourself, and then you find, yeah. and then it's a connection with people like you could talk to every day with someone, but if you're done with that person, you both look at each other at that moment, you know you're sharing that moment. And that's like, yes. and then you go and you sit down and you go, oh, I feel
0: good. That was a good night. That was a good night for yeah. me. And would you say, I mean, obviously you like it, but is it, are you a good dancer? Yeah, are you more yeah. like a dad dancer? You know, they're just the way yeah, a lot yeah. of us do. Yeah, yeah. We, the we the think Tory party yeah. should have a little bit yeah. of dancing yeah. classes. Yeah. Just, yeah. None it's, of them can
1: seem to dance at
0: all. No, yeah, no. no it's awful around us. <laughs> um, what you don't, mustn't have, of course, it's difficult these days because there's always somebody filming now. Because if you've had, let's say you've had a couple of drinks, the music's playing, playing you don't say, oh, I had a good time there. I think I did pretty well. And then so yeah, this is you dancing. <laughs> oh, maybe not so
1: good. That, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know if it's good to to to, to pass critique on someone else's dance, mm. but what is important to you that you're lost in that moment, yes. in that moment when you're doing that, yeah. you've forgotten about everything and you're really trying to to you know stay with the music. And I, you know if yeah. and I think too much. I'm one of those people that just thinks too yes. much. But in that moment, I'm really trying to stay yes. with the groove and I'm, I'm connecting. And I associate it with my youth. And I don't. Really do it as much as I did when I was younger, like when i was when we first went to those uh nightclubs or with non alcohol those blue light yeah. things well, was you, right with you,
0: you, you, you yeah, yeah you were there yeah. you were yeah. there yeah, yeah. <laughs> you remember yeah
1: uh yeah, just a whole just the whole feeling uh, uh and then trying to go, what is it that we're doing, and why is this such a beautiful feeling so that uh, that's mm. wondrous.
0: Yeah, okay. That's that's a that's a good one. Yeah. Um I'm just got my eye on the clock because I don't um, Well, that, the last yeah. thing number oh. 7 is
1: this thing that we're at the Edinburgh Fringe. All oh, right. That's the wondrous thing yes. in the world that uh, Yeah. Yeah. that that you know, having come here for 27 years, I've spent, uh, you know, 2 years of my life here really. Um, walking up and down the Royal Mile. It'd be good if you had a little bit of film just to capture how haggard I've become <laughs> over the years. Uh, and the joy drained from me. But <laughs>
0: this is is nonsense. you you look like this when you first started <laughs> appearing. Like, okay. But uh, yeah, haggard. <laughs> uh but it's it's
1: one of those things that a lot of these plays, a lot of these things only yeah. exist here. And you'll never see them again. Yeah. And like, and some of them are wonders. Some yeah. of them are like just amazing. And it makes it really hard to go and see theatre. Like if yeah. you go into the West End or somebody you go and see something in in the West End. You go, I'd rather yeah. not, to be honest. You know, it's mm. just after seeing what I've seen here, and yes. just realizing that I don't know if the you know the. Like, what a beautiful thing to have in your city, even though the traffic's horrific and the prices of accommodation go through the roof. um, I just feel like I've I've, I've had such a cultural experience that I would never have got in any other part of the world. Yeah. Like, some of the plays and stuff. With bringing my parents out, uh, my parents are quite elderly, I would always try and find something to take them to that was... Uh, you know, different from what I would normally go to, mm. and and then my father was the same. Like I went to see uh, not the the right stuff, uh, the, uh, and we were. My mum used to take him to the theatre, and we were getting ready, and she went to the bathroom. Here, hey, what is this? We're going to go and see. Mm. And I goes so two guys stuck on a toilet for twenty five years, uh, and, I, and then halfway through the thing, he's slapping me. going, and he goes, I thought you were joking. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: And that's what it was, and it was just
1: amazing. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, A couple couple of years ago, I saw a, a play, and there's only about five of us in the audience, and it was two actresses, two women. It was set in Canada, based on one of those grandmother, and they were just two downtrodden women who were just completely not drunk exactly, but just worn down by alcohol. And it was all like a mime. There's a bit of conversation. They mimed out awful things happening. Well, this is not a commercial operation, but it was extraordinary. It was an extraordinary yeah. experience conveying the horrors of what had happened to that generation of people as the the world changed around them. And it was it was both horrific and... I don't know why I mentioned that, but, uh, but that, that's what... Nice that's what like, yeah. I thought
1: it'd be yeah. nice for me, I would just like to... Uh, is it the curator? I'd like to curate my own. Like I go right, or, or even yeah. just ask people through some social media thing. Yeah. What is the most amazing thing you've seen that's just left to centre and see if there's a way of just getting it back again? Yes. For, like uh, I saw this play on The, the Hurricane uh, about Alex Higgins hmm. and uh, it, at the end of it, it was on at nine and it was a one-man play and it was at nine in the morning and it finished at 10 and I stood up. Like I didn't stand up because other people stood up. I, when it finished and he bowed, I stood up and just started clapping. And everybody stood up. And it was a genuine standing ovation. Yes. And I said to the guy walking out, I go, that guy got a standing ovation. He goes, every morning, every morning he gets that <laughs> at nine a.m. You know, you know yeah. just doing that. So just to see something, that you feel that you've you've walked out of this room and you walk out in the street and you go, wow, that's just. I was just such a little gem that I didn't know... And you can go the other way and see absolute rubbish, by
0: the way. (laughs) Well, the other thing that strikes me about it is it, it's grown so organically. Um, I attempt to say even in a particularly British way in that uh, they, they looked around after the war for some city to put a festival on. in, And eventually they settled on Edinburgh, which was a lucky choice because it's perfect for this sort of thing. And they were going to put on, you know, an opera and a play and everything, which they did. But immediately so people said, oh, we'll put on some other little things. there," And that has grown from, you know, five extra shows to five thousand extra Extra shows and it, mm. it's, it and it must be must do must do wonders for the economy of the city. And just the people who like printers who print flyers. Yeah. What have they done for the last couple of years? They must oh we we're, we're, we're hanging on for one more year. Oh, it's back again, fantastic, and we all. But I'd
1: also say it's been instrumental in comedy within the UK or yeah. especially with what I do. Like so many of the comics came through here, and yeah. so and that it became it, it was just, it was the it was a. The, like a podcast, yes. it's the same thing where you you came up here and you experimented, and then people would watch you and go, "That's that's getting a crowd." Yeah. That's, let's let's just do this as a show. I mean, so many TV shows were born yeah. here. It's like
0: the Nashville of comedy. Yeah. I think that's good. I think I'm, I'm going to stick with that. Uh, OK, look, we've got to the end. Yay! Eventually. <laughs> I think we've got to the end of Seven Wonders. Uh, my apologies if we've only yeah. done five because I no, miscounted. we did, Or seven. we've done about 12 along the way. Jim Owen, thank you so much for sharing your Seven Wonders with me. Now, I have to choose the Wonder of Wonders from your list of seven. The one, <laughs> the one on which that. struck me as particularly wonderful, as you described it on this podcast. And I got a bit confused in the whole <laughs> thing. I want, for administrative reasons, I I want to have one that was on the original list and one you actually did, and one that I feel uh, you made a good case for. I'm going to go with jokes, though. I think that's an appropriate one. Your selection of wonder, because jokes are a particularly human thing. I don't think any other animals tell jokes. Uh, <laughs> not, not the, you know, uh, you know. A horse walked into a bar is, is, <laughs> is usually written by a human, uh, or, or written by a human. Uh, so I'm going are you, you're challenging me. You're looking at No, I'm just gosh, at scene. Was it on my list you're saying. No. I've just thought of a nice way to just finish oh, with
1: little, a joke? With,
0: with one little joke. Oh, excellent! little bit of a little bit of a little bit of a little bit of a little bit of
1: Patty, Patty and Mary get married and on their wedding night Mary jumps into bed takes all her clothes off lies across the bed and says you know what I want Paddy Patty says the
0: whole of the bed by the look of it <laughs> if you enjoyed this episode of my seven wonders it would be wonderful if you could rate and review us on Apple, Spotify or wherever you found us thank you for listening seven wonders with Clive Anderson is a stack production in association with Alaska TV and powered by the ACAST creator network.